The Ready, Set, Grow podcast is sponsored by Ag Expert, software designed for Canadian agriculture. Visit them today at agexpert.ca. Welcome to the Ready, Set, Grow podcast, where we like to showcase startup and early stage companies, as well as visit with innovators in the agriculture and food industry. Today, we're here with Joe Dales, co-founder of RH Accelerator, and guest Rory O'Sullivan, founder and CEO of Grain Discovery. Rory, thanks for joining us today. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself and Grain Discovery? Sure. Um, so as you can tell from my accent, I'm not from uh, these parts. So I've actually been in Canada uh, five and a half years um, now. Originally from Australia, um, from a town called Patchewolik, which is people who, are, who know um, Australia. So it's kind of five hours kind of northwest of Melbourne. Um, typical kind of sandy loam uh, country, all cropping. Uh, it's cropping, you know, 15,000 to 20,000 acre farms there, fairly marginal kind of country. So, um, yeah, always from a, from a kind of not much of a cropping uh, farm. It was only like a thousand acres of cropping, but we had a fairly significant uh, livestock operation, uh, cattle grazing. Um, and, um, yeah, so, um, and so obviously, um, you know, you know, always from experience like agriculture growing up and, um, uh, after an Ill, ill-fated foray into architecture at university, I soon transferred uh, into into ag science, and from yeah, from then for the past kind of seventeen years, I've worked in the grains uh, supply chain. Um, you know, starting out with a local elevator, and you know, working through multiple kind of roles throughout the supply chain, both uh, here in Australia, um, Asia, Europe, and um, here in Canada. And um, and actually, what brought me to Canada. So I was working like in the UK in London, and um, I, um, I I got a job for the Canada Pension Plan Investment Board. Um, so I was um, I'm in charge of kind of running the ag the ag commodities book there. And like not many people would know that, but you know, little old um, the Canada Pension Fund, a four fifty billion dollar fund, you know, was probably one of the world's largest uh, commodity traders. You know, by trading CME futures. And, you know, it was, it was, and that was a great opportunity, um, you know, um, not, you know, trading grain, not for the profit of, of, of private enterprise, but, you know, uh, trading grain for the profit of 23 million Canadian uh, pensioners. Um, so, yeah, and so that's what kind of brought me here uh, to Canada. And, um, and obviously, and that's where I met my two other co-founders there um, at CPP. And um, obviously working like I'm in the ag supply chain and, you know, experiencing, you know, the, uh, the pain points, um, you know, we, I soon realized that, um, you know, it was a great opportunity to kind of start uh, this company. Um, yeah. And obviously, yes, yeah, yeah, so that was a couple of years ago. And, um, and the great thing about working for a diverse organization like CPP is, you know, you're not surrounded by, by fellow Aggies, <laughs> like you are in the ag industry. And, um, yeah, like one of my colleagues, he was heavily involved in, in blockchain tech. He founded a blockchain group there. Um, he did a lot of interesting stuff um, there. And, yeah, over beers one night, and this was, I'm not sure if you can recall, but, you know, uh, 2017 was the height of kind of blockchain, crypto, ICO kind of mania, and we uh, and we thought that if you like remove all the bull dust, um, we really thought that it was like an ideal tech stack um, for the supply chain, 
and kind of that was the um i suppose like the light bulb moment to actually um to start up our own company um so yeah that's kind of was i suppose original idea for great discovery and yeah we're now kind of you know two and a half years later um a team of 10 people uh based both in ontario uh sorry in in toronto and in picton in pinch in, in prince edward county so that's kind of i suppose the start of great discovery great story and uh yeah we've known, we've we've followed you for a couple of years now so um really excited to hear uh, about your progress so give us a snapshot today what's the you know who are the customers and how are you helping them and you know what are what are some of the technologies that you're employing to uh, yeah. create value yeah, so um, so great discovery. Um, so you know we're looking at you know creating this digital ecosystem. You know, focusing both on price discovery and traceability. You know, within that agri-food supply chain. Um, you know, so you know what is price discovery? I suppose. So you know, our first. So you know, this has been built and being used by real clients right now. We just launched before uh, bean harvest here in Ontario. Is you know we created you know this white label. Um, solution for grain buyers and their farmers to really, you know, modernize the traditional handshake and, you know, kind of digitize that very time consuming manual process of buying and selling grain. Um, you know, like we often joke about it, but it's, it's pretty true. You know, the, the concept of buying and selling grain from the farmer to that grain buyer really has not, uh, has remained unchanged, you know, for generations, you know, I suppose the biggest update has been on the invention of the SMS. Uh, for, you know, for price discovery, uh, like over the past two decades. And so what was really kind of lacking, um, you know, wasn't, you know, an open marketplace because, you know, trading grain is still, you know, very much a hyper-local relationship-driven segment. Um, but what was really, you know, needed was that, you know, customised, white-label, um, individual customised marketplace. Um, which integrates with, you know, the grain buyer's existing accounting software, which really enables the seamless connection and removes, you know, those burdensome touch points. So this kind of, so the marketplace has, you know, live pricing information, uh, instant contract confirmation, you know, which I think we think is like a North American first. And, you know, for the farmer, you know, they can access and view their entire portfolio, you know, the tickets, the contracts, the settlements, um, create target orders, cancel target orders, and so forth. And also for the grain elevator, you know, a much more modern way to communicate with their kind of 200, 300 farmers in regard to, you know, oh, the great deal today or, you know, the elevator's closing times and so forth. But yeah. And so, you know, it's a win-win both for the farmer, you know, and obviously, you know, um, but also for the, uh, for the elevator, you know. Um, so, yeah, so that's been great. As I said, we just kind of launched... Um, launched just before kind of uh, harvest, you know, and I remember when we first started out, you know, uh, a fellow entrepreneur, uh, he mentioned, like, when you always build ag tech, remember, it takes twice as long and twice as much. <laughs> and, and like, never a true word's been spoken. Um, and, but yeah, but, you know, we, um, and I, I, I did have experience in Australia building e-commerce platforms um, or, or, or being a part of a company that was really kind of doing that. And um, so, yeah, I'm glad it's kind of working you know, thus far it's been pretty good now. And, you know, we're just priming the pump for that prime ag sales cycle come, you know, like come the winter and spring. Um, yeah. And then obviously, so that's, you know, the price discovery. So we're looking at digitizing, you know, that, like the execution side of stuff. 
But also, you know, um, our second half of the business is traceability. And as you know, Joe uh, and Michael, you know, it's such a, a buzzword these days uh, with regenerative agriculture and, and sustainable ag. But, you know, we really think, you know, create, you know, um, you know, ag in general is really going, you know, in the future, this important kind of shift, you know, moving away from this pure commodities business where, you know, each bushel was considered identical, you know, to an ingredients business where consumers really demand kind of distinction. And obviously, you know, with, you know, our food passing through, you know, multiple different hands throughout that supply chain, um, you know, often that traceability and that provenance information is, is lost. But, you know, the modern consumer, you know, they're interested in knowing, you know, where their humble little soybean kind of came from, you know, how it's made and, and how it ended up on the dinner plate or how, how that malt barley ended up in their beer can. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, so, yeah, that's kind of one of our, 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 um, our next kind of phase two of grain discovery is kind of really leveraging. So we've done some pretty interesting proof of concepts, you know, some world first proof, proof of concepts, both here in Ontario with uh, grain farmers and Canadian seed growers and also with Olds and Decisive out in Alberta with their beer and really kind of, you know, building on that solid foundation to kind of really build, um, you know, build a more kind of commercial kind of system. And, and as you know, you know, when you're looking at, you know, uh, traceability, you know, like the cash crops, you can't focus on spring wheat or yellow corn, you know, straight away. You know, what are those, what are those crops that already have that legacy traceability like attributes, you know, mm-hmm. IP soybeans, you know, malt barley, you know, and certain specialty kind of crops, buckwheat, hemp, yeah. and so forth. Um, and well, yeah, I think, you know, that's, I, use, I, think, I think that's the opportunity, right? You know, yeah. uh, we, we've, we've got so much of our um, agricultural, especially grain business in that commodity, number two, yellow corn. So how do we split off and add value? Um, and it may not be, you know, as you say, it, it may be creating ingredients for the food industry that, you know, that the consumer will pay extra for. And so if you can, you know, help the uh, grain industry, which is, is good at commingling and being efficient to split off and track through technology, um, I think that's the opportunity for grain discovery and, and, you know, the holy grail that you're chasing. So people keep talking about blockchain. Do you have a 30 second, what the heck is blockchain? How does it work? And how, how can it add value to my bushel of IP soybeans that I, I want to ship halfway around the world for, for yeah. a premium? Yeah, for sure. Um, and actually, before I, I go into, you know, like the blockchain one-on-one, like you make a good point, you know, it's kind of, you know, like ag, it's kind of going back to, you know, to to what it was kind of back before the war in regard to, you know, it was all customised, you know, you used to, you know, sew up, you know, the old Hessian bag, like, you know, like in the field and take it to the elevator, you know, and now, you know, with, you know, since World War II, it's been, you know, that bulk commodity um, segment. Um, so it's interesting how, you know, what is old is new again, uh, so mm-hmm. to speak, like in regard to that IP um, system. But yeah, so, yeah, blockchain, obviously, it's it's kind of, you know, obviously before kind of COVID hit, you know, that's kind of, that's, you know, on that ag speaking circuit, that's kind of what we kind of focus on and people are interested to hear about, not, you know, the the abstract kind of 10,000 foot view, but, you know, how does it really make sense in ag and, and that supply chain? But, you know, if, you know, all, 
and maybe it's not a 30 second um, explanation, Joe, but uh, you know, cut me off when I'm here, <laughs> when I'm dragging on here. But, um, but I suppose, you know, think of, of it as I suppose, you know, this modern kind of database where all participants can access, read, and, and write to, you know, so this, you know, open source computing platform, you know, that really provides consensus, you know, which gives the supply chain, you know, that single version of the truth, you know, that's blockchain, you know, so blockchain, as I said, is just an online ledger for record keeping and data sharing, where you, the owner of that data, you know, you retain ownership and control your data, which is very important in, in, in ag now, and you elect to, you know, share this information when it's beneficial to do so. And, you know, there's two types of blockchain and, but for, for the ag supply chain, we think this private permission block, blockchain um, is going to really kind of take off in the ag. And so this network, it allows, you know, for the definition of roles where, you know, every, you know, every user is identified, they're verified and they receive it and they, you know, access this data according to their predefined permission. So, you know, for example, um, not everyone on, on a certain supply chain needs to access the entire information. You know, they just need to accept or reject, you know, certain one stage. So, you know, the Canadian seed growers running a node, yes, that is certified seed for, yeah, for IP beans, for example. You know, they don't need to see the purchase and sale price and all that kind of stuff, yeah. And also it's important, you know, um, it's not a singular technology, you know, it is part of this kind of digital ecosystem ensuring all this information is recorded, you know, like accurately, you know, and, you know, and, and that's a good thing about the ag supply chain. There's so much great data kind of captured. Yeah. But the pain point is Joe and Michael is, you know, none of this software talks to each other, <laughs> you know, um, like it all remains trapped in these isolated kind of data silos. And, you know, so we think, you know, it's, it's, the real value prop for AG is that ideal uh, tech enabler that can that can connect these uh, these systems together. Either you know um, either you know precision AG software, APIs, you know you know certain like IoT stuff, um, et cetera, et cetera. Mm -hmm. um, so that's why we think um, it's going to be. Um, um, yeah, like a game changer, and you know, and that's and and that's the exciting and daunting thing. You know, there's it hasn't been commercialized yet. You know, as I said, you know, where the proof of concepts we did with our you know with our partners, they've been kind of uh, world first, and you know, we're slowly kind of building out, commercializing the system because you can't you know looking at you know creating you know like a seven four seven straight away. You know, you have to kind of you know create that little was it a kitty hawk, you know, like the White Brothers first, you know. <laughs> yeah. And so, you know, build on, you know, build on those small and scrappy POCs and slowly, you know, build out um, those things. And what's great about, you know, traceability, unlike price discovery, you know, everyone wants traceability, you know, um, especially, you know, for Brand Canada, you know, like, you know, you know, as, you know, Cyprus is, you know, that like the IP soybean, you know, is probably still the Cadillac version of uh, cash cropping supply chain traceability in the world, um, you know, but it's 20 years old. And other competitors, you know, South Americans and the Americans, you know, they're making a bit of a song and dance about their sustainable uh, practices, quote unquote. And um, so for, you know, for Brand Canada, it's like, okay, how can we remain proactive in regard to changing consumer demands and, you know, making sure we're on, you know, that speed dial number one 
um, for those overseas and those domestic kind of customers. Um, you know, so there's been great, great support for, you know, for those supply chain players to really go, hey, hey, this is great. Um, and that's, you know, and each individual has their own certain, um, I suppose, value prop, you know, the IP processes, value prop is different to the seed breeders, you know, and, and so forth. Yeah. And, and that's, you know, I like the great thing is, you know, like everyone stands to gain. Uh, so that was a bit over 60 seconds, Joe, about, <laughs> about blockchain. But yeah, that's how we think. Um, it fits into into the ag supply chain, um, yep. and there's some other really you know blue sky thinking you can do with tokenizations and so forth. But that's you know five years out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Rory, um, it seems like you have a lot of experience sort of in this ag tech space. Um, you just take us through, I guess, some recommendations you'd have for young entrepreneurs starting their business. Oh, yeah. Um, well, it, it always helps if you've got money in the bank. Um, so that was obviously, you know, when we started, we we're in our mid, mid thirties. Um, Pete was, uh, like, he's our old man in our group. Uh, he's like a couple years older than us, but yeah, like obviously we, you know, we didn't know everything, but we, you know, we, we, we did have deep domain knowledge in what we're trying to do. And most importantly, not in the ag side, but also like in the tech side, you know, and that's where those cost, those cost overruns happen, uh, like in the tech side. And, um, so yeah, like obviously, you know, to to I think Joe's I think trademark this term, but you know, for a first time founder, just don't run out of money. You know, watch that runway. Uh, sorry, watch that run rate and watch that burn rate. And so we were kind of lucky, especially in that first you know year one, year two. You know, that traditional death valley of startups that you know we, you know, if we needed you know the extra capital, we just you know that just came out of our our pocket. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but, but, but also what's great about, about Canada, which, you know, I didn't see at all in Australia or the States, is that um, there's a lot of support both from the feds and the provincial for like those non-dilutive grants. And that's kind of gold dust when you start up. You know, I still remember, um, you know, our first grant with, you know, and we just kind of started was with, you know, Tyler Wales, you know, OAFT, you know. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and we thought that that little 30 grand was like, you know, was, was like manna from heaven, you know, and now it's not even, you know, half a month's burn rate. <laughs> but, um, but that early recognition and that early kind of, you know, like, hey, this makes sense from someone like kind of, you know, experience like Tyler was a real kind of shot in the arm in regards to, okay, let's, let's really kind of, yeah, like we're onto something here and so forth. So, um, yeah, so early advice is, yeah, just don't run out of money. And also talk to a lot of people, um, you know, don't, it's hard, especially when you're building something that you just kind of, you're in the trenches, it's hard to look, you know, three steps forward. Uh, and that's where you have a, you know, you, 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 know, you try to have a, a great um, diverse kind of board and a group of advisors, you know, and it's been, you know, I've been, I think I chatted to, to Joe, you know, like very early on, you know, and so that's been great. Um, Joe giving us a little nuggets, you know, like along the way and so forth. And, and yeah, so yeah, just, yeah, like getting with a, you know, great group of people and, and don't be discouraged because, you know, I think sometimes in ag, especially in the grains industry, um, uh, a common phrase has, has always been thrown around as well. It's always been done this way. Um, and that's pretty dangerous. And, you know, I think everyone's experienced it firsthand, <laughs> um, you know, like when we first started out and, you know, don't, don't let that knock you at the start. 
um, you know, and so forth. Yeah. Awesome. What, uh, what can we do to support you? If we have farmers listening, we have people in the grain industry, you know, how can they engage and how can they learn more and how can they, you know, support this innovation that's, uh, that's coming down? Um, well, apart from you signing us a big novelty check, Joe, uh, <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, you know, I suppose it's um, um, support is, yeah, it's, yeah, like obviously, and that's actually what we've really lacked ourselves, you know, just, just the marketing and like promoting what you're doing. Um, maybe our like Americans do a better job than that, uh, uh, than us. And um, yeah, just kind of getting the word out. And, you know, it, it's incredible. You know, we did our press release, the, you know, the other month and, you know, we've got, you know, uh, multiple large grain buyers around the world kind of saw that and go, hey, this, this, you know, this white label private procurement platform, this makes sense for me, you know, can you spin this up for me? So, you know, um, just getting, you know, like getting kind of the word out and, and so forth is, is, is gold dust and just getting those, you know, those early kind of, um, you know, because, you know, like for what we're doing, that instant trading online on, on your app, that, you know, that doesn't happen. And those early kind of elevators that, that thought, hey, this, you know, yeah, this makes sense, you know. Um, those kind of, um, I suppose, people are, real, are great for like, you know, then doing like warm introductions and using their great name as leverage because, you know, in ag tech, you know, generally like no one wants to be the first five people using it, yeah. Um, <laughs> um, but, you know, as, yeah, but as you get those first 10 customers, then that flywheel hopefully kind of spins, yeah, and, and so forth. Yeah. Um, yeah, yep. thanks. thanks for sharing that information. Um, I guess before we head out, is there anything else you want our viewers to know about? Um, yeah, no, um, I think for any kind of, um, you know, it's, it's a conversation like I just had the other week with someone like, uh, like in regard to like, if you want to do like an MBA, um, which is like hundred to 150 grand, like my advice was, you know, screw that, um, you know, start a company, um, because, you know, um, you learn as, you know, the learning you do is amazing. You know, the connections you make. Um, is incredible and and yeah like i think you know starting up a company is, is like you know like the new mba um so uh that's my advice for anyone who who wants to uh uh not knocking rotman <laughs> I'm, I'm a western but uh but yeah so uh but yeah go mustangs but uh but yeah yeah um how can our listeners connect with you online and learn more about grain discovery yeah so um graindiscovery.com is our uh, domain um, and yeah rory at graindiscovery.com is is mine or if you're in prince edward county picton drop in for a beer um yeah it'd be good to catch up we're still not in lockdown here which is good <laughs> i just wanted to uh, thank our listeners for tuning in today and i just wanted to thank you again rory for joining us and telling us about grain discovery no, thanks for your time. And yeah, like you guys are doing a great job too. I've, I've always enjoyed listening to those podcasts and I've actually made some great connections uh, through RH. So, um, I'm, I'm, yeah, like a round of applause <laughs> for what you guys are doing there in London. Thanks, Rory. And uh, yeah, good luck. And uh, really, we really need it. <laughs> proud, to see, proud to see your progress. Just keep grinding. Yeah. Keep, keep grinding. Watch that. Yeah, just watch that burn rate. <laughs> <laughs> see you later. 
Cheers. Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye.